Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bet on Chicago. My name is Joey Christopoulos. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. And look, if you're into sports betting, BetOnline is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win the next championship, BetOnline is all the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs. So what are you waiting for? Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to BetOnline and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for coming into the pod we're taping this uh the morning after the field of dreams game and i am still buzzing right now about the majesty that is the diamond so we're going to be talking right now to the ceo and founder of dugoutmugs.com randall thompson randall thank you so much for being on the pod how are you today i'm fantastic how about you i'm doing well man thank you and really excited to have you on we've had on chris denner before we've had on todd grassley but now we have actually the founder himself of talking about dugout mugs so let's just kind of do a fastball across the plate really quick for the listeners that are tuning in that want to know a little bit more about dugout mugs can you just kind of quickly walk us through your journey from playing for the blue jays to that moment that the natural moment if you will of the metaphorical lightning hitting the tree uh while you're in the dugout of florida tech creating the idea for dugout mugs and the journey to where the company is today. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say I'm Roy Hobbs, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I grew up playing baseball, played high school ball, played college ball, signed with the Blue Jays, pretty much got released before I even got started, really, um, which is kind of a blessing in, in disguise. Um, and I went on to coach college baseball in 2014. The hitting coach was cutting baseball bats in half with a handsaw in the dugout trading his own training tool and a bunch of loose bat barrels lying around in the dugout uh, made me create the dugout mug, which is the barrel of a baseball bat drinking mug where we hollow out the center of baseball bats and turn them into drinking mugs. It's pretty incredible. I've, I've said this before on the pod before, but I just want to impart upon you what I find is so unique and special about dugout mugs and why I just think they're a great collector's item is because baseball is one of the few sports if you go around to football, when you're going to the game, you're not necessarily throwing on shoulder pads. If you're going to a basketball game, you might not necessarily be, you know, taping up. But when you go to a baseball game, you're bringing a glove or you want to take home a program or you want to take home a scorecard. You want to get that foul ball, that baseball. And what's so great about dug, dugout mugs is, as you mentioned, it's repurposed material from the game itself. So not only are you getting a really cool collectible, but it's actually from the 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 product that you see on the field. And I just find that to be super interesting. If I can ask you real quick, uh, in your playing days, what was your pitch mix? I entered into college and I was a sinker slider guy. Um, and uh, kind of towards the end of college, I just got a gift from God with a, with a changeup and uh, kind of turned more into a sinker changeup guy. Uh, the the, the changeup acted more of a split finger than it did an actual change. Uh, and then in pro ball, uh, I had had just good feel a good feel for slider changeup and, and fastball, for, but for the most part, my mix was just sinker sinker changeup. Um, in my very amateur uh, background, I was a catcher, so you love to bury it is basically what, what we're saying here, which I'm I'm cool with, but I just want to know ahead of time. I just got to make sure my forearms are going to be ready to roll. You like to bury it. Uh, so we got the battery connection right here right now, so that's that's great. 
Um, we're talking the night after the morning after the Field of Dreams game, the first one between the White Sox and the Yankees. And I'm just still kind of a buzz from just kind of the rejuvenation of this enduring magic that we call the brilliance of baseball. Did you get a chance to watch the game last night? And also, um, you know, kind of fill the listeners in a little bit about some of the great deals going on with Dugout Mugs. If you go to dugoutmugs.com slash FOD, tons of really great Field of Dreams collectibles right now and perfect for this time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did watch the game last night. I'm, I'm an early riser, so I, I don't I don't make it very long on the couch. So uh, I usually fall asleep around nine o'clock. So uh, didn't quite make it for the whole game. I think right around when Aaron Judge uh, hit his home run uh, is when I kind of dozed off. And I think that was only like the second or third inning. Um, but the, the pregame ceremony, I mean, everything about that whole scenario of them taking the the Field of Dreams movie site and converting it into a place to play a major league baseball game. Uh, what a great concept. And like, you think about the concept and you're like, oh yeah, that would be cool. But that even just thinking it doesn't do it justice on how, and I can't even imagine being, being there, but just seeing it on television. I mean, it, it was beautiful. The execution was pretty incredible. And from the fact that they had to kind of work the players through the cornfield to come out yeah, of the outfield. So cool. I also noticed between, I think, the the outfield fence and the actual corn, they somehow figured out a way to create a space where it was a perfect, like, cinematic shot so the camera could kind of get in there and have the corn kind of peeling in the background to the bullpen. Yeah, really special experience. Uh, also, I guess a, an apple pie hot dog. Um, is that on Randall Thompson's menu, or uh, does that have you skeptical? I mean, uh, food-wise, if it's not seafood, I'll give anything a try, like at least once. Seafood maybe sketches me out a little bit, but otherwise, yeah, I could see, I could see me dabbling in it. Yeah, try. seafood, you kind of need like, um, I need some references, uh, I need some backstory. <laughs> um, sure, can we, can we learn a little bit more about this, right? Before I'm, before I'm actually ingesting it. But yeah, so just talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the Field of Dreams Collectors Edition is a part of something that I think has been going on with Dugout Mugs. I feel like for the last couple of years where you guys now uh, employ, I'm going to get this wrong, like laser customized versions of the Dugout Mugs. So you can't just, obviously you can go out and get your favorite team's emblem on there. Mm-hmm. But if I'm hearing this correct, you can get a picture of a loved one. You can get an inscription or a or a phrase or something from either someone, an, you know, an idol or maybe someone from an inspirational family member. Just talk a little right. bit about how diverse, you know, the dugout mugs has really become over the last couple of years. Yeah, it has. We've tried to get as creative as possible on uh, just our capabilities of laser engraving onto our products. Uh, we've been fortunate in that um, the guy that heads up our whole laser side of things, Nate Bearden, he's really intrigued by the whole process or he's curious about the whole process. And uh, obviously a lot of good things come from curiosity. Uh, so ultimately he has a lot of passion for it. So we, we come to him and we say, Hey, we want to make this happen. Or we want to give a person the ability to do X, Y, or Z. And he's really able to execute on it. And yeah, you're right. If you have a photo of you playing baseball or you with your dad at a ballpark or something like that, we can, we can throw a photo on, onto a dugout mug. And uh, if let's just say hypothetically you wanted uh, your son to write, I love you, dad, on a white piece of paper with a Sharpie, you could send a photo of that to us and we can engrave the actual 
we'll, we'll digitize it and we'll put that action your son's actual handwriting on on the mug um so yeah this, the sky's the limit and, we, and we're we're kind of entering into a new era of dugout mugs uh hopefully this isn't a spoiler alert but uh the the metal dugout mug and we're actually using a process called uv printing for those and there is going to be some crossover where we're going to start taking the uv printer and running them on the wood side uh, and it's gonna it's just gonna be another element of what we can do with the, the wood dugout mugs and do i understand this correctly the aluminum bats obviously repurposed from little league correct and also are you working for uh, you're also working with cheers for charity as well can you talk a little bit about sort of, sort of that synergy working with them and helping getting the aluminum bat mugs uh, up and running yeah cheers to charity um pretty much just supports youth baseball uh with the background that i'm in uh it just seemed uh, like the the best fit possible for for what i have interest in and who i want to help out um and uh yeah, the the aluminum the aluminum bat barrels are uh, they're shaped to look like bat barrels. We're not we're not repurposing um, actual bat barrels, but they they take on the identity of a uh, metal or aluminum baseball bat barrel. Uh, it's like a wood bat version, but now we're on the metal side, and there's a lid and it slides back, holds twenty ounces, travels much better. It's much more practical and it's a daily user versus the wood dugout mug like last night's game would have been a perfect game to bring out the wood dugout mug and drink from it now, to be good natured about it uh the possibilities are endless but uh hi does does it go up the chain does it go across your desk when you get a request that let's just say is uh adult themed um and uh how often do you guys typically maybe have to say no to a, a request about something that might want to go on a mug we police that pretty hard for like in the beginning of things. Um, and it kind of, it kind of got to a point where we were just like, eh, you know what, just let it slide within reason. Obviously there is eventually a boiling point to it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, my, my office is in, well, my office and, and the warehouse and everything's intertwined. So if we get something really absurd, um, it, it kind of just, it, it spreads around and kind of everybody just looks at it and laughs. And, uh, but yeah, there's, there's some crazy stuff that people request. Yeah. I'm sure some of them kind of like speak for themselves of like, okay, well, we're not doing this. Uh, we're not putting this <laughs> probably on the mug. Yeah. We're putting this guy's ass on the mug. Um, we've had that. Yeah. We've had that. But, but you know, it says, I love you on it. So I don't know. He's, <laughs> she's trying to express his love somehow in his own way. Who am I to say right. uh, one way or the other? And, uh, you know, it's not just uh, baseball fans and people at ballparks loving dugout mugs. Um, I just, you go on the website, a lot of celebrities. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of people, not only former players, Hall of Famers, former All-Stars, celebrities, actors, comedians, all that good stuff getting in on dugout mugs. And they love the product. Maybe you can impart uh, on our listenership uh, maybe one story of a celebrity that maybe, I don't know, took your breath away a little bit. I mean, we all have our own Mount Rushmore of celebrities. I'm typically pretty cool around talking to pretty much anyone, but there's that small few where if I'm in front of them, I'm kind of, I'm a little holy shit. Are there, was there any celebrity interaction that kind of maybe puts you on your heels a little bit? Um, I, 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 th I think to myself, like uh, a, f a couple years ago, we met up with Larry King. I mean, that, that seems like, he, obviously he's an icon, but he's passed away, but uh, being able to, 
hand the mug off to Larry King is is pretty. I mean, that's about as iconic as it gets as a, as a, as a celebrity goes, I believe. Um, but all the, all the baseball guys, it, it, it kind of just, it is what it is, but uh, Larry King, I guess would be like a, a, an interesting one. I'm guessing it's a Dodgers mug and that, that one's pretty great because I mean, you've, you've played the game uh, at a professional level and yet it's probably safe to say Larry King might've watched more innings in his life than maybe both of us combined. And I just think that might be more of a testament to his age than our commitment to the game. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's safe to say. And it, it was actually a photo of his dog that we put on, on the mug. Oh, really? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Let's take a quick break to talk about our brand new sponsor here on Bet on Chicago, Balance 7. So I don't know if you guys have heard, but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. I was recently reading a press release about how he started taking a pH-balancing alkaline supplement called Balance 7, and that has helped him bounce back from his hospitalization in 2015. Quote Lamar Odom, I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me. It's important when working out, I always need energy to level up, and I couldn't agree more with Lamar. And after watching him fight Aaron Carter in July's celebrity boxing match, I think it's safe to say that Balance 7 is working for him. Now here's the cool thing. We've got a promotion running with Balance 7 right now where if you go to their website balance7.com, use the code BELIEVE B-L-E-A-V at checkout, you'll receive a free 4-ounce bottle of My Smooth Skin with any purchase of Balance 7 products. That product retails at $13.99, so I'd say you're getting a pretty good deal right there. So what are you waiting for? Head to balance7.com use the code BELIEVE B-L-E-A-V at checkout and get in on this promotion motion while supplies last i know i will and if it worked on him it can also work for you too balance7.com now back to the pod <laughs> um i got a couple more things for you before we get get you out of here randall thompson ceo and founder of dugoutmugs.com make sure you head on the website right now for dugoutmugs.com slash fod for the field of dreams collectibilities right now they have uh, knob shots they got wind up it's not just, you know, one thing for drinking beer. You can put pretty much any cocktail into a dugout mug, and it is a repurposed memorabilia piece of the game. I uh, just want to ask you right now, are you enjoying the MLB season, and can you kind of maybe handicap? Are there a couple teams that you've been watching a little bit? You're in the Florida area. You know, the Tampa Bay Rays, no one likes to talk about them, but every single year they're the team that no one wants to play. Um, you know, are there any teams that have impressed you so far as we're getting a little bit closer to October? I grew up a Braves fan. I I do love the Rays now, um, and I don't know why everybody has so, so many bad things to say about Tropicana Field either. Um, I love the Trop, and uh, the dugout mugs was founded five minutes down the road from from the Trop. Uh, but yeah, I love I love the Rays. I, I I hope they have what it takes to get back into the World Series. I'd like to see the Yankees make a run. I'd like to see the Giants cool off and the Dodgers uh, make a run um I, the giants the giants have kind of it's, it's confusing there's one team every single year but like i mean credit to them they still got some of the same dudes on that team that won those world series eight nine years ago and sometimes like we're watching with the cubs sometimes you just kind of run out of gas they just continuously just figure out a way to pop a magical season every once in a while it's pretty impressive it is yeah they went on that that run um uh, where they won like two or three world series and like a five or six year stretch uh, when they had Brian Wilson and, and that whole crew. Um, yeah. The, the giants are, they, they, and they have a sneaky fan base too. Um, I think it's still AT&T park, but it's uh, that place gets hopping. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I, I don't think you can sleep on the White Sox. The, the, the only thing that I, that I question about the White Sox is just the, that division is just kind of weak. And when they get out of that division and they start playing some of these more powerhouse teams, it, it'll just be interesting to see how that all matches up and sizes up. But it's ultimately just timing. When When's a team going to get hot? And I also think it's got a lot to do with chemistry. Uh, if, a, if the group of guys are just playing really well together and they, they get along great, I think that's the team to beat. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be intriguing. But if I had to put my money, I would say maybe the Dodgers are going to repeat. They're stacked. <laughs> I mean, you can talk all we want. I, I love talking mojo, too. And last night for the White Sox was one of those perhaps galvanizing moments that breaks them out of the dog days. They're getting healthier. Maybe they kind of come together a little bit and start really rolling. But no, you're, you're right in terms of the south side. You know, they're playing the Yankees right now. Then they're playing, I believe, the A's, the Rays, the Blue Jays. And then two weeks after that, they play the Red Sox. And so in terms of those plus 500 teams, I think we're going to figure out pretty quickly just kind of maybe where they stand up and what they need to improve on. And they're still a very young team. Uh, I got to ask you because watch a lot of baseball. So when you say you're growing up a Braves fan, mm -hmm. um, is this like Sid Bream, Mark Lemke, Jeff Blauser days? Or is this maybe like a little bit further down the trough, maybe like those early 2000s Braves teams? Yeah, early 2000s. Uh, I was born in 89. So uh, like the height of baseball for me was the McGuire and Sosa race, mm -hmm. um, which everybody wants to shit on. But really, that's what saved baseball. Uh, ster steroid, steroids, uh, you know, these guys come out and they're super juiced and hitting a ball a mile. Uh, it's entertaining to say the least. And, and then also being... 10 or 11 or 12 years old when that was happening. Um, yeah, I, I grew up in that era of baseball, kind of the steroid era. And uh, Greg Maddox, Chipper Jones, Tom Glavin, Andrew Jones, David Justice, uh, just all those guys. I just really enjoyed watching that Braves team. Yeah, I mean, obviously everyone wants to point to that steroids era, but man, there were some great hitters during that time and, some, sure. and definitely some unique hitters from the Maguires to the Tony Gwynns. You know what I mean? To uh, Brady Anderson, <laughs> to a guy like Mark Grace. Um, I got one more for you. I just really wanted to ask you this question and get your perspective on it because I think you've walked the path and you've had um, plenty of experience to speak on this. And it's a story I just don't think a lot of people are talking about right now. The Los Angeles Angels currently are suing uh, – Los Angeles Angels minor leaguers are currently suing the team right now for what they consider to be uh, maltreatment at the minor league level. Now, for those of you that aren't quite familiar with it, I'll kind of hit some of the bullet points real quick where some of the players claim that now, again, fan sentiment, athletes get paid way too much. They should just be happy for the millions of dollars that they get paid. Well, these minor leaguers that are trying to achieve that dream, some of them are six players living in a two bedroom apartment with guys living in the living room, a guy sleeping on the kitchen, kitchen floor. They've got guys that are sharing a huge van together. They said that the, the rent's $2,000 a month while their per diem's only $1,600. they are being asked to consume thirty five to 4,000 calories a day, but the team is only providing them 800 to 1,200 calories, which has a lot of guys dipping into Taco Bell and Wendy's and McDonald's. And look, I've been there myself, but I'm not a finely tuned professional <laughs> athlete. Yeah. And they're just kind of asking themselves the questions because they talk to other teams in the league. And those other teams also say, you know, the Cleveland Indians are the ones that do it right. They build a weight room. They try and bring up their prospects the right way. Can you just talk about some of the challenges that are already present when you are in the minor leagues trying to make it up to the bigs 
and just your take on maybe some of those things that I just described and that kind of maltreatment and just the challenges that minor league players face. Yeah. And one of the things that they don't mention and like, in like one of the bullet points is boredom as well, uh, which yeah. is, which is a big one, but, but it, it is miserable. I mean, uh, honestly, it, it, it is, it's completely miserable and it, and it's, it, it's a system that's not going to last for it's, it's actually a miracle that it, it's lasted this long and the way that the, um, the way that everything's kind of transitioning um, where there's going to be people that are going to speak out about this. Um, especially if we're talking about like minimum wage uh, laws, uh, you don't get paid at a minimum wage. You get paid far less. I, th there was a time that I was in pro ball and I actually did the math of how much we were getting paid per hour on the, the whiteboard uh, in the clubhouse. And uh, it was something like a dollar 45 an hour or something like that. Uh, it's, it's, it is crazy. It's wrong. And I think the, the actual solution that's going to come out of all this eventually is the draft is going to get cut down by a whole lot of rounds. Uh, minor league baseball is going to get shrunk down tremendously. Um, and, and it's already kind of happening. Uh, major league baseball took over control of minor league baseball. Uh, they did cut teams. They did cut rounds, but it's going to happen in a big way. And uh, it's just what will end up happening from that is there's going to be another kind of like semi-professional. There's, there's independent leagues and stuff like that that exists now, but there's going to be another kind of form of professional baseball that shows up from all these kids that aren't getting opportunities. And uh, it'll probably be a, a five or six or seven round draft. There'll be a level or two of minor leagues and they'll pay them better. And it'll just get much more concentrated and it needs to happen that way. Um, just because the way of life in minor league baseball is a joke. It really is a huge joke. And uh, uh, yeah, that's just how, how I see things rolling out. Yeah. I mean, little do people think that these people that are these pitchers or these players that hopefully are going to become the next generation of stars in your favorite ball club are working three jobs are working at a warehouse and doing Uber and Lyft and also trying to, you know, throw 89 to 100 pitches every five days just, you know, because they because they have to. I guess just my final one, because I'm so curious, is, um you know, what what did you how did you get through it? What was some of your uh, did you have a mantra or did you did you focus on the game? Did you try and create a distraction of some kind during that downtime? How did you get through that day-to-day -day business and keep your eye on the prize of trying to achieve the goal of what you wanted, which was athletic excellence? I didn't really. That's the, that's the, I guess that's the ultimate the, the, why I ultimately got released so soon is like I was kind of just over the bullshit, and uh, I, I think my actions said that. Um, and I was a nobody, you know. I, I signed as a senior out of college and I had no money invested in me, um, and. Uh, yeah, I kind of showed up. I did what I needed to do, um, but I wasn't I wasn't overly quiet about like the the way of life that minor league baseball brought. Um, and I think ultimately, if you if you speak out like that, it doesn't uh, it doesn't it doesn't work out for you. So yeah, I, I ended up getting released probably because of my mouth, uh, not not necessarily because of my performance. Um, 
but you know i never got close enough to really taste uh what the big leagues could have could have been so i never really had false hope that i was going to get there and uh, that ultimately kind of got me to get onto the dugout mugs train much faster than i would have if i would have hung around and maybe thought i could have been a big leaguer well i think there's a lot of people that are very 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 happy and thankful that it sort of worked out that way and obviously that's sometimes a sweet irony of life of maybe the stuff that you were speaking out on then we're just kind of now getting around to people acknowledging and opening up their eyes to some of the stuff that maybe you were talking about when it's happening now. And you just kind of look back and you just go, well, shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like where, where was that? Where was, where was that so long ago? Final one for Randall Thompson here. Just, uh, just tell the listeners again, um, just, we got the aluminum bat thing coming up with the Choose for Charity uh, in conjunction with that. You've got uh, amazing customized laser uh, action going on at Dugout Mugs and also uh, the Field of Dreams collectibles right now. Anything else that the good people need to know moving forward as we head into, you know, the primetime October season of a Dugout Mug. If you're going to be watching playoff baseball, you might want to have one of those in your hands. You got to have one in, the, in your hands. That's that's kind of the message that we want to send, that if it's game day, uh, then you got to have a Dugout Mug in your hand. Uh, yeah, I would check out dugoutmugs.com slash metal as well. Uh, and you can see our new metal dugout mugs. They're they're really, I mean, if we created them, so of course I'm going to say that it's it's really cool. But it, it's a really neat item, so I, I would check check that out if you can. Oh, I'm going to say it's cool for you. Uh, I, I love, I absolutely <laughs> love the product, man. Um, our good man Todd has a uh, dugout mug actually on my way to my apartment. We were hoping it was going to arrive for the pod, but I got a nice White Sox one coming. And uh, Randall, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, I really do love dugoutmugs.com. I wish you guys nothing but the best. And sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, man, there's no reason why a dugout mug should not be in every single ballpark uh, in America and in every single like memorabilia store. Just because you can do I – mean, it gives the fan an opportunity to make it their own. It also gives them a chance to feel like they got a piece of the game too as well. So, Randall, man, thank you so much for taking the time for talking, and um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, pleasure is mine. Thank you. Today's episode of Bet on Chicago with Joey Christopoulos is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Make sure you go on that website right now because you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Thank you so much for listening to this pod. Make sure you go to dugoutmugs.com slash FOD this weekend to get all your Field of Dreams collectibles. And make sure you check out the rest of the site too as well because they have great products all across the board. Be well, be safe. Please be good to each other. We will talk again soon. And remember, when in doubt, always bet on Chicago. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.